It may be the most dead time in the sports betting calendar, but today on the show, Jack and I talk about how you can use this time to improve your betting by looking back and by looking forward. It's a great game. It's unabated. That's a new word, unabated. That's, that's too big a word. That's like mayonnaise. I'm assuming that's a big everyone and welcome on into the unabated podcast i'm thomas violin joining me as always mr unabated himself captain jack andrews we are back here we took a week off for the fourth of july and you know jack maybe it wasn't the right week to take off because at least there was some stuff to bet on last week right <laughs> i know uh is this the longest week ever it it feels like it uh and so we're recording this on wednesday and Thursday's even more barren. So, um, yeah, you know, this and a lot of drinking is what's getting me through the week. No, I don't I don't know. <laughs> I feel that. I'm actually going to the uh, Gold Cup game tonight between Mexico and Jamaica. So there's at least a little bit of soccer to bet on right now, which is getting me through. But otherwise, it's been a pretty good week here. And I'll talk about that in a second. But before I get into it, before we get into the show, I want to remind everybody that you should head on over to unabated.com admittedly this might not be the time where the odds board is going to wow you given the barrenness of sports betting right now but head on to unabated check out all of the fantastic tools we have because hey nfl season is coming up we're with we're almost within 60 days of the nfl now we're getting to that point it is coming up in a hurry college football is coming back as well we have season-long simulators for you to use already up the nfl tools are ready to go Maybe you want to take this week and start playing around with some of those, start looking at some of these NFL numbers, or maybe you're just taking a week off. But you know, in today's episode, we are going to talk about all of that, what you could be doing on this Baron Sports Betting Week. But again, head to unabated.com today, get yourself signed up for a trial if you're not already a member. And of course, head on into our Discord where Jack lives pretty much 24 7. We yep. have so many fantastic people in there to help you out on your journey to being a sharper better but for now jack yeah it is a very very barren week but i'll tell you i i did have a couple good wins so far this week i have one of my biggest betting days ever thanks to our WNBA tools a couple days ago i saw you uh you posted that in the internal discord that we have for the company and i'm impressed i'm impressed man like hey tom when i met you i was like you know this kid is so eager but the problem is, I, I don't think he he knows what he doesn't know yet. And uh, I've seen you progress over time, and you're starting to really kind of get that anal analytical viewpoint. And you're starting to realize, like, when an edge pops up, you jump on it. And so, yeah, our our new DFS pick'em tool uh, really does well in the WNBA. You jumped on it. And uh, yes, those were some uh, eye-popping tickets. So congratulations to you, sir. Are you anything uh, earmarked for that money? Um, Going to be a couple moving expenses. We are moving out of the grand DGen house and downsizing a bit to a smaller one. But other than that, this money is going back into uh, building a bigger bankroll here. I think the biggest investment that's been made with it is because, let's face it, it's a little hard to get down on some of this stuff. Uh, I, I need a little help on it from uh, from the parents. And my dad was really blown away when he, he called me up in the middle of the WNBA games. And he was like, we're, we're winning on this. We're, we're win like, these are going well. And I'm like, okay, first off, slow down. We're halfway through the slate. But the first rule, the first rule of sports betting is never jinx yourself. Exactly. I also had an incredible 
tilting moment over the weekend too. I uh, was Saturday major league soccer was going on. And it was finally one of those days I could just sit down and watch some MLS, which, you know, I love. And in a span of about 20 minutes here, two back-to-back within a minute of each other was keeping an eye on two games said, Oh, you know what? Sporting Kansas city kind of liking them here. I I'm going to take them as I'm placing the bet. Literally we're in the 10 second delay. They score a goal. And I'm like, all right, that's, that's unfortunate, but I also like FC Dallas. I'm going to scoot over to this game here. I'm going to grab the end. Same exact thing happened to me literally in a span of a minute. And then it happened a third time. I was talking to a guy on Twitter about it as well. When it all went down and we were like, Oh, kind of like this team. And immediately they would score before I could get the bet in. None of them ended up winning the game though. So I went from being completely tilted on that to being completely happy. I didn't get the bets down. Okay. Well then that's, that's not a bad outcome. So yeah, no, that is tilting, right? Like I, I get it. I've done that many times where I say, you know, especially if I'm live betting baseball, I'll be like, you know what? Okay. If I wait just one more batter, then I'll probably get a slightly better line. Uh, And what's the chance that he's going to hit a three run home run right here and just ruin it all. And sure enough, next pitch gone. So yeah, Uh, I, I, I can totally relate to that. Yeah. It's, it's the endless struggle of trying to live bet some of these things, but I do believe Major League Soccer is beatable in the end game. I'm shooting from the hip here. This is completely something I do not recommend people following as if I have any sort of advanced data on this here. But it it feels to me like some of these lines are not being made as if they're following an MLS model. Mm. I, I, I'm, again, shooting from the hip here. I don't want to lead anyone down the wrong path. Feel free, hit me up on Twitter at TV at work if you have evidence that either confirms or denies this. But comebacks are a lot more common in Major League Soccer than they are in other leagues. And I think that a goal isn't quite as valuable as what the line says. But in my third disclaimer on this, don't take my word as gospel here. Well, you know, Tom, when you say stuff like this, it's, you know, what you need is you need a numbers guy, right? You need somebody who has the data, who has the abilities to comb through that data and, you know, turn your hypothesis into a proven theory. Uh, And it's sometimes it's hard to know how to meet those people. But uh, and this is a totally unsolicited commercial. But in the next month here, we have BetBash and they have that speed networking uh, class where you get to match up with other people and meet other people in the industry. Maybe you'll meet a guy who's really good with numbers. He's just lacks some ideas of how to use them, or uh, maybe he has trouble getting down and things like that. So uh, yeah, I would, you know, I would bring that up in the speed networking if you find a good match or maybe in, you know, the informal networking that happens at the open bars as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's a pretty good thing to explore. I'm not your guy. I, <laughs> Not only do I not have the numbers, I don't have the patience for soccer, as you know. But um, maybe someday you and I will go to a soccer match together, and um, then you can wake me up when it's over. Definitely. That sounds like a deal to me. And by the way, circling back to it, thank you so much for the kind words earlier. I mean, when I came on here at Unabated, obviously I come from more of a broadcast background. I do, I, I know betting in the recreational sense, but this was always going to be a really huge step forward. And you're right. I, there was a lot that I didn't know. I didn't know, but I knew that there was a lot out there that I would have to learn. And I, I, I remember something that Rufus told me about how sports betting 
changed the way he approaches his life. And he's preached about this before, but it, it is truly about approaching your life by processes. You want to stack good processes on top of each other, and that's what's going to deliver good results. And I think that more than anything is something that I've learned from my time here at Unabated about life in general is just thinking about it in terms of those processes, because you can take it out of sports betting into other things. It is that I'm not going to, I'm going to have a water instead of a soda today. And that those little things, they start stacking, they start adding up even just in your daily life. And I really, really like that nugget that uh, Rufus dropped on me when I was first coming in here. Good advice. Absolutely. But for right now, let's get in on to our topic of the show today here. And that is going to be, we're at the midway point of the year. We're at the midway point of the baseball season. This is a good time to look back a little bit and a good time to look forward because it's not going to get much more dead than this. And it can be a good time to start setting some of those processes, setting some of those habits that you want to have rolling into the thick of things when every sport in the world is going on in the fall here. Yeah, no, I agree. Look, Uncle Sam requires us to think in terms of a calendar year for tax purposes. But really, sports betting is is a life. It's a, it's a never-ending journey. So to say we're midway through anything is sort of a misnomer because you're always at the beginning of the rest of your journey in sports betting. And so it's it's never a bad time to uh, you know chart your course to be stronger or to be a a more responsible sports better but since we are in early july and we are at the all-star break of baseball this is a natural midpoint in the entire uh season and year so i think this is a good time tom to like look at what you've been doing and try to assess if if that has been a good choice or a bad choice you can look at some of the things that have been going right and try to figure out why they've been going right, but that's not a natural tendency. Most people don't try to fix the the, the train while it's on the right path. They, they only want to fix it when it's gone awry. So uh, you can do that too. You can look at things that maybe not have, that haven't gone as well this year for you and figure out why they didn't go as well. I write an article each year after the NFL season about doing your NFL postmortem and how to kind of look through that. And uh, it's an article that's up on our site. I update it every year. But basically, you kind of just chart it out. You say, here are the things that went well. Here are the things that went poorly. And then you take sub lists of those and say, of the things that went well, what was sustainable and what was just chance? And you take those sustainable things and you move them to an, another list. And the things that went poorly, what of those things were just bad luck? And what of those things are things where, you, you know, you didn't quite do it as well as you could have and you can improve on it. And you move those to that third list as well. And now you have your points to build on for the next season or the coming year. Well, you can do that at any time during the sport betting calendar. In other words, even if you haven't been betting baseball, you can stop right now and look at what you have been doing. You can look back at your NFL season, look back at college basketball, look back at NBA, NHL, whatever whatever sport you are in, and kind of do that analysis for yourself. And we're going to be getting up to the point here, and as you said, in less than 60 days, where it is just balls to the wall for the rest of the year. Once NFL starts, we've got college football NFL, and then NBA shows up, 
NHL shows up, college basketball shows up. And by the time we get to like late October, early November into December, man, you get to college bowl season then. It's crazy. There's always going to be something out there for you to either find an edge at or find an angle on or, you know, make some bets with. And, you know, these lazy days of summer right now where we're going to be sitting twiddling our thumbs tomorrow are going to be a distant thing of the past. Um, you're going to be coming up for air sometime around uh, Christmas week uh, for for a break in the calendar from from here on out. Yeah, seriously, it is about to be go time. And we have to take advantage of some of those breaks, both from a life EV standpoint of maybe, yeah, this is the week that you take everything off, go on that vacation, do something to unplug, take some time away from the stress because this life can be so stressful. But it's also a good time to reflect back, uh, to look back at some of the things that have been going right and wrong, like you said. And what are some of the things that people should be looking for? If I'm a better who wants to sit here right now and say, okay, I'm having a decent year. Things are going well. I have more money coming in than I have going out on these bets. But how can I make this better? What are some of the signs that you want to look for in your postmortem, in your retroactive, uh, in your retrospective? Yeah, well, you know, that's a good angle to take. What about the people that have been doing all right this year? Maybe they were, you know, hitting the teaser tool when we had that going. Maybe they're hitting WNBA props now, things like that. And and they're they're high on it right now. They they feel like sports betting is their their ticket to ride. Um, be careful. Be careful that you don't slip into God mode. You know, be careful that you don't think this is easier than it really is. Be careful that you don't try to approach this with this feeling that it doesn't matter. I'll just you know increase my bet size and make up for any kind of loss. Don't lose those tenets of of discipline that you had when you got into sports betting, when you maybe first found unabated and you were, you were taking it all very timidly. Don't lose that. You don't have to be timid. You just have to make sure that you don't lose your focus. You still try to be that machine that tries to grind out the EV wherever you can find it. Um, you know, the funny thing is, is my advice is the same to people that have been having a bad run of it of late. And that is forget everything that's already happened. You know, for the people that have been winning, forget that you're winning. Focus on the grind, right? For the people that have been losing, forget that you lost. Focus on the grind. As I said before, you know, it's the IRS that requires us to kind of think in terms of a calendar year. But don't think in terms of a calendar year. Think in terms of like today is a new day. Tomorrow is a new day. It's a new week. Uh, just focus on getting that EV. Don't set goalposts because you're only going to want to move those goalposts. I find that with a lot of sports bettors. When they get into this profitability as a sports better, they have this grand goalpost, this I'll make $100,000 a year betting on sports. I even made a video about it because I knew people think that way. But that's not the, that's not the goal. The goal is to get the maximized EV that you can from sports betting as whatever you have time for, whatever you have the capacity for, it's not $100,000 because when you get to $100,000, you're going to say, I'm going to get to $200,000. We get to $200,000, you're going to say, I'm going to get to a million. You know, it's it's a never ending. Those goalposts are always going to be moving. Trust me, I've been doing this a long time. I've fallen into that fallacy more times than I want to admit. What you just need to do is you just need to focus on the EV, focus on the effort, focus on where is your next angle? What is your next angle? How will you best approach that? Everything's going to fall in line. Uh, I talked to all these guys that have been you know, using unabated or, or even using their own wits and their own methods. 
And they all say the the best way that sports betting has benefited them is that it was a slow grind. It wasn't any quick windfall that they suddenly became feeling like, uh, you know, they had won the lottery or something. It was always a slow grind and they could see the fruits of their effort. Sort of like your, your advice from Rufus, right? It's all a process and just the little things begin to stack up and add up. And next thing you know, you know, you're, you got a six pack of abs. I don't know. That's Rufus does. I don't. So and maybe he's, uh, he's a little bit better with his process than I am. I'm working. I'm working on it right now. There, there's a six pack in there. They're just in the fridge right now. But, <laughs> but I, I, I view it a tiny bit differently than you okay. do on the goalposts. For example, like for me, Right now, my I have a set goalpost where I'm like, when I get to X bankroll, I'm going to increase my unit size to Y, and just as the basic math of the percentage of what I want to stake. It's not necessarily that that's my goal of the money that I want to make. I'm just setting benchmarks for myself of, okay, when I get here, that's when I can move this to here and start increasing and, you know, create that snowball effect that you're looking for there. I think for a lot of betters, what it's going to be, if you can be successful like this, which the unabated tools do absolutely help you set yourself up for that kind of success, check it out at unabated.com today. But I think that for a lot of betters, what the goalposts maybe should be is like you said, how much effort do you want to put into this? How much do you want to grind this EV out? And I think for a lot of people at some point, you're going to just run up against limits. And I have a feeling that most aspiring sharp betters that maybe aren't trying to make this a professional thing, but like having it as a side hustle, the wall that they'll run into and say, okay, I'm, I'm at my limit. This is where I can stop is when you have to start navigating around limits and starting to have to think about things in, in that retrospect that guys like you guys like Rufus, where they have to go, okay, well, these are the hoops I have to jump through to get down. And that for me is the moment. Who knows? Maybe that'll change for me personally, but I think that a lot of bettors will go, this is where I'm going to stop then. I, I can't increase the scale from here without putting in way more effort than I want to. Well, they can also reach that that point and you know try to just sustain that level. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look, we, we talk about it all the time, the science of sports betting, the art of sports betting. The science is pretty easy. The art of getting the money down is pretty hard. And so it kind of becomes the question to them when they reach this point of theoretically, they're starting to get limited everywhere. Do I want to pursue the art of this or, uh, you know, have I had my fill and is that enough? I honestly think that once you approach sports betting as a profitable plus EV player, uh, it's tough to just walk away from it. Yeah. Some of the best advantage players I know from the casino side of things, from sports betting, they can never really retire. It's always a little bit in their system, a little bit in their blood. And I have been doing this for over 20 years. I, I get that. I can never really turn it off either. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a there's a lot to that. And, you know, th- maybe it's just a matter of balancing the right amount of life EV in with the sports betting EV to make you feel like you've you've hit a comfort zone. And on, on your note about looking back, even when you've been having some good wins, like, for example, I had that great WNBA day. And then still the other day I found myself saying, okay, well, it was great, but maybe I should actually scale back my unit size and expand a little bit more in terms of permutations, getting down seven, eight, nine, ten 10 plays instead of four, five, six. 
you want to be making those tweaks all the time. And that kind of moves things into the looking forward section here. We've been able to look back. You can go back, revise your strategy, say, okay, these are some things that have been working. These are some things that maybe have not been working. But in order to do that, you need a good data set. And that comes first and foremost from tracking your bets. And that is something that's going to be incredibly important when we get into fall and you're firing away on all sorts of different kinds of sports, different kinds of bet markets. You're going to want to be able to break down and sort all that information out. And so one of the most important habits that you can really be setting up here when it is the much easier time is bet tracking, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, in fact, this just came up. We we made a tweet from the Unabated account on Twitter about this bet tracking spreadsheet that uh, Jason, our our editorial director of of unabated's content he came up with that and just you know put it together it's a, it's a good looking spreadsheet it's nothing fancy it's not as automated as something like betstamp or picket but it's functional and it kind of teaches you how to kind of calculate all this stuff on your own nothing's hidden and you can use that spreadsheet you can find it on our discord right in the general channel it's a pinned message go ahead and download it use it um, because yeah, tracking your bets is is very important. I, Tom, I think another thing that's very important at this point is to to, to recognize that you're not um, sports betting is not like the uh, it's it, it, it it's not who you are. Okay, it's just what you do. Uh, you know, for somebody like me, it is kind of who I am. But you know, for a lot of people that have it purely as a side hustle, this doesn't need to define you. There's other things in your life that, you know, you can be defined by. Um, sports betting is just largely a side hustle, and that's fine. And so this is a good time to kind of reflect back and make sure that you have that right amount of balance in your life when it comes to what you're doing with uh, with your sports betting. Absolutely. You know, you know, one of the hardest things that I've been finding uh, I've been dealing with as of late is going on dates and getting asked, what do you do? And I explain, oh, I work in sports betting. Like I work for this company, we do this. And everything coming out of my mouth, I'm just hearing it. I'm like, it sounds like I have a problem right now. Like to someone mm -hmm. who has no familiarity with the industry trying to explain, no, like we're not, I'm not just sitting there firing away on stuff and sweating games. Like there's math involved and it actually makes sense to bet more because you want to hire it's very hard to convince someone you don't have a problem when you sound increasingly like you have a problem. Well, I think it's even worse when you say what you do and they go, I kind of do the same thing. I, and then whatever they say is just, you're like, no, 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 no. You know, <laughs> you're not anywhere close to professional at, at that. You know, like I'm a professional slot player. I, I, uh, I take in $20 and uh, I, I, I double it up. And if I don't double it up, then I, I put in $40 and, you know, you're yeah, martingaling it, yeah. Right. I've I've heard plenty of of stories. Look, you're right. It's it's really tough sometimes to convince other people that what you're doing is is valid. Um, you know, I was actually listening to I'll plug another podcast. I was listening to Bet the Process. And they had Elihu Foistel on, and he was talking about the first time he heard about card counting, and his response was bullshit. You can't beat a casino. And then he looked into it and realized he could. And then somebody said, why are you wasting your time with card counting? You should be doing sports betting. And he goes, bullshit, you can't beat a casino except a card counting. And then he looked into it and he could. And I think that's what I've kind of credited as my longevity in the advantage player community and in, in, in terms of doing this as a, a living 
is I'm always looking for what's next. What is next? What next is out there that I could be doing? What's the next angle I can find? What's the next thing? I'm not relying on something that I did five years ago. That's long dead. Um, and that's, you know, that's one of the things I love about Unabated is we're kind of doing the same thing. We're, you know, we've got all these great product ideas that stretch out months and years uh, because we're always thinking about what comes next at Unabated. There's always going to be something coming. So yeah, uh, always think about what's next, what's out there. And that's a good thing to, to do when you're sitting here in the middle of the summer. What's next? How are you approaching football this year? Maybe you're going to do a little bit more college betting. Maybe you're going to look into, um, you know, uh, special teams on college or something like that. Just things that are outside the box. Exactly. And uh, it really is. Oh, man. I lost my train of thought on where I was going to go with that, unfortunately. But um, I did want to get back to the whole notion of tracking your bets here, because what what are some of the things that you should be tracking? What are some of the key metrics? You've got the basics, obviously. You want to track what league you're betting on. You want to track if you're betting sides, totals, what kind of market. And you want to be tracking closing line value, of course. There are different schools of thought on how you want to do that. But what are some of the other things that you want to be able to sort through? What is what are some of the other data points that you want to be able to call up when you're I'm trying gonna go to go a little Yeah, I'm going to go a little contrarian here and just tell you no, stop there. Um because you don't want your tracking to be overwhelming. You don't want your tracking to be like 3 hours of your day. You want your tracking to be like okay, bing bang boom done. And then every once in a while you can go back and you can sort it and do things like that. So as long as you're tracking the basics, you probably track enough information. Now, if down the line, you want to track the minutia of like what time you made the bet. So you can kind of graph as to is the market softer at this time or at that time. Uh, Gina did that when she was getting into sports betting, just to kind of see for herself the value of betting overnights versus uh, day of game. And yeah, it's fine. It's a, it's a good exercise to do that. But I don't want tracking to be overwhelming. I want tracking to be beneficial to you. And so sometimes, yeah, just using the basics. I know a lot of guys that they don't fill out the CLV until after the fact. And you can you can use our tools to basically kind of scroll back through past days to see the closing line and then calculate the closing line value from that. And that might take you a lot of time to kind of do that arduous task of punching it into the calculator and whatnot, but it's worth it. And uh, if you reserve it to only be done once a week or even once a month, then it's not so much a, a, a repetitive task that kind of slows you down in terms of your entire betting day. I go the other way. I need okay. to do it. I, I need to do it as it happens because if I let it pile up too much, after a month, you're just going to look at that and be like, I don't want to spend a whole day doing this. That sounds awful. And that's where that that's where it can trip me up. But hey, different schools of thought uh, for different people on that. I think the number one thing that I want to be able to delineate so that I can calculate differently, I want to delineate my, differentiate my sharp bets, quote unquote, from my unsharp bets. Because look, there are times that I'm going to Mexico versus Jamaica tonight. I kind of like Jamaica, but I also kind of want to have a bet on the game. I'm going to a game. I want to have some action on it. You can have your fun recreational bets that are just off on the side of everything you do, but I still like tracking mm -hmm. all that because I want to know how much I'm spending. I want to know exactly what the total is for my betting wins and losses, including all those. 
but then I don't want to really mess up. Like I track everything in Betstamp right now and it's just all the same. And there's mm. some books that I'm on that aren't on Betstamp. So I'm using proxy books. So it's all throwing off my CLV to the point where it just says I have 1% CLV and I'm looking at it like that's definitely not true, but it would be nice to be able to toggle back and forth and say, okay, of everything that I'm making using the unabated screen of everything where I'm trying to mine an edge, this is what it's coming out to. I think that might be something some people would like. I agree. I agree. Uh, it's, you know, it is good to kind of track your recreational gambling. Mm -hmm. uh, I've done that in the past and it's been very enlightening, almost very embarrassing as to the number of times that I've said, ah, you know, I'm just going to have a beer at the bar here and I'm going to play a little video poker just to get the free beer. Uh, and then I'll, you know, at the end of the year, I'll realize like I blew $2,000 on beers, cheap beers at casino bars that I should have just paid cash for because I ended up losing on the video poker. So, you know, it happens. Yep. Video poker is the one game. I, I, I can't do slots. I, I, I do them occasionally, but I think that it's part of growing up in the video game generation. I need control. I need my input to have some degree of control over the output when I'm staring at a screen like that. Yeah, maybe some other time we could talk about some casino games and, uh, you know, because I've been a casino AP for far longer than I was a sports betting AP. And uh, my favorite line about video poker is video poker is the crack cocaine of gambling if you've never actually tried crack cocaine. <laughs> I can definitely see how that's the case, but uh, it's also the plague of the Vegas bar scene. Video poker kills bars in Vegas as far as creating mm. a great atmosphere because every bar, if you're going to be profitable, you're going to be a video poker bar here. We have a terrible bar scene because of that in town. Mm. But True. we are getting to the tail end here. One thing that I want to leave with, and maybe this will be a teaser for a future episode, because I remembered that thought that I uh, lost the train on earlier there, where you're talking about looking for the next thing. And I think that my personal next step that I need to take in my gambling journey is being able to spot an edge. I, I, I'm good at I'm good at now grinding away at them, figure like someone like you says, oh hey, we have an advantage here. Like this is something that's profitable. I can go, I can figure it out, I can play it. It's getting to that point where you're able to spot and identify them for yourself. I think that that's a big point in any gambler's career. And that's something I think we can definitely talk about on a future episode here because that is a whole conversation in itself. Yeah, I I have this term that I use with the guys on the Discord called sportsbook spelunking because uh, I love alliteration. You know that. Yep. And sportsbook spelunking is when you go into your sportsbook account and you go to every single bet type there is. You dig into every game. You dig into every bet that's available in every game, and you just kind of get the mind going. You get the the gears turning as to like, could I beat that? What would, oh, you know what? Let me think about that for a second. Or wait, I saw that line somewhere else. and was vastly different than this line. Trust me, every time I've done sports book, sports book spelunking, I've come up with something. Um, it's an arduous task. It's a tedious task. You have to, you have to spend hours. And if you do more than one sports book, you know, yeah, but it's worth it. So um, Vegas isn't the best place for sportsbooks belonging because the the breadth of gamble that's available at sportsbooks in Vegas is much more narrow than something offshore or, or one of these regulated books. But, uh, you know, drive across the dam and, yeah. and park and do some spelunking in the middle of the desert in high Arizona there. Yeah, head on down to some of the gold mines. Maybe they'll still have some EV buried down there in those mines. But 
for now, Jack, I believe that is going to do it for us here today. Of course, one more time, head on over to unabated.com. Admittedly so, maybe give it a few days here right now before you start that trial. But if you're listening to this after the dead period of sports betting here, dive right in. There is so much fantastic EV to be taken out of them, their minds. We have the tools to help you do it. As Peter would say, we have the picks and the shovels to help you mine that EV unabated.com get yourself signed up for a subscription take a free, uh, take a trial today if you want it and of course head on over to the discord in the link below in this video and don't forget give us that like give us that subscribe share with your friends if you love the show and as always best of luck and let's catch those tickets <laughs>